sight For my monster from his slab began to rise And suddenly, to my surprise He did the match He did the monster match The monster match It was a graveyard smash He did the match It caught on in a flash He did the match What's up, goblins and ghouls? Fucking Halloween, October 2018. We got a couple spooky motherfuckers in this building right now. To my right, we got the werewolf himself, Jackson Full Moon Weiberg. That's right. I'm a spooky werewolf now. To my furthest right, I have my ghoulish, ghastly poltergeist, Tommy, the spooky ghost. Ooh, I am Tommy and ghosts. And all the way to my left, I have my terrifying Frankenstein's monster with bolts in his neck and someone controlling him? Question mark. It's Chris, back from the dead. I was dead last week, but I'm back, baby, and badder than ever. That's right, ghouls and goblins. It is a monster mash. It is a graveyard smash. One might call it. It is Halloween. Hey, guys. Guys, smash or pass the graveyard? Oh, the graveyard is a place where you're taking a lady to smash. Like, Uh, it's a a fuck place. It's going to be a pass for me, and here's why, all right? (laughs) Graveyards, headstones, they're very uncomfortable uh, to sleep on, so it's... You're not sleeping there. You're you're smashing You ain't doing much sleeping at the graveyard. (laughs) That's what Tommy always says. Not the way I do it. In the middle of class to people. But... (laughs) (laughs) It's why I'm not allowed back at the Chili's. Uh, uh, But, you know, why... Who needs a graveyard when you got an underground lab? Ooh. 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 Tell us more about the underground lab. lab. Where are we going with that? Nowhere, because I didn't plan this bit out. <laughs> Guys, ah. let me let me just um, paint a little mental picture. My perfect um, Frankenstein's laboratory, if you will. Obviously, got a big sunroof um, and a table that you like pull a lever and the table goes through the sunroof and lightning hits it. So that's all standard. But also like some beanbag chairs, um, a flat screen TV, maybe a Nintendo Switch. Keep it cash. Keep it cash. Keep it cash. Playing NBA 2K17 on the Nintendo Switch in my laboratory. Um, a lab for the boys. Just a, it's a man's lab, man cave. Nah, what man. What kind of posters lab. are on the wall? Posters, a lot of Sports Illustrated swimsuit editions. Just <laughs> oh yeah. Larger than Maybe. life. Women at gigantic proportions. Um, in all the right areas. In all the right areas. Breasts as big as your torso. You know what I'm saying, boys? Let's all uh, let's all go around and say what our favorite um, uh, monster is. Oh. Real life monster like Loch Ness monster, Bigfoot. What's your favorite kind, Jackson? Uh, Jeff Sessions. Oh man, that was politically charged. Oh. Boom! Oh, look out! Look out! No, uh, it's definitely a chupacabra. Ooh. Ooh, the chupacabra is good because like it's basically of- like a dog that's just really malformed, and they're like, it's a it's a blood sucking monster. What is what was that voice? <laughs> what was that for? Yeah, what was foreign? that? Yeah. Well, where for? Where, where for? Outside. Outside. <laughs> what do you mean by outside? My house. Okay, okay. Alright, just okay. Uh, Tommy, yours? Uh, come back to me. Chris? Um, ooh. Gonna keep it classic and say... A ghost 
Whoa. Ooh. What kind of ghosts? Chris has got some ghosts in his apartment right now. I correct? do share an apartment with ghosts and uh Ghosts or one ghost? I think it's multiple. They have like multiple. they have like friend ghosts over all the time. It's oh my god. Like I'm not cool with it, but like what am I gonna say? They never do the dishes. Um so yeah. But specifically the worst type of ghost is like a ghost of a child. Why is that? It's kind of sad that they died as what a child. What about like a ghost of like an angry grown man? That's like that's like looking in the mirror, man. So I'm not afraid of that. I got a question about a ghost as a child. If it's been dead for over like a hundred years and like is still acting like a kid, is that like not responsible by the ghost? Like they yeah, haven't matured like at all. Up, you know, it's like you're 108, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Grow up, Meredith. The the. Yeah. Yeah, you know, get get a 401k, start saving up, you know, plan your future out. I know. You got a long, long, long life ahead of you. What do you do well. in haunting apartments, you know? Yeah. Build build a life for yourself. Uh I I'm, I'm going to say uh my favorite monster is some weird alien shit like from the thing cuz you have no point of reference for what they are, so yeah, they're really fucking Like scary. from Fantastic Four, the thing. It's clobbering oh, time. God, that's epic. Reed Richards. My favorite monster is the Loveland, Ohio frog monster. It was in the 80s. All these people were seeing this giant frog walking around. It would like go to people and start like, spewing bile and shit out, and this is what it looks like. It's absolutely not true. <laughs> oh, it looks like you. Hold on, I got it. look. It just hangs out, dude. It's like it's like seven feet tall and it just like walks around and like it's I think it's an alien or something. It looks it looks pretty so chill. To describe, like look, it's just like it just has his leg propped up, just waiting for its like spaceship or whatever. Because this is an audio medium, let me describe it. It's just a frog that's standing on two legs and it it's kinda big, looks like Danny like, DeVito. Yeah, a little bit. It's Danny DeVito Kermit the Frog. That's What I, would that sound like? Man, do two impressions at once. It's easy. You got it's, DeVito, it's easy. I got Watch the, I'll just Ready? do the whole thing. I'll just put them together. Oh, yeah. It's a, <laughs> hey, look, look at the Loveland Frog Monster's ass, dude. Thing's got some cheeks. It's thick. But I, I think kind of monsters on it. Seems, it seems pretty chill. I think a monster is just a freak. I just saw a man just, with a frog head. Out. I don't know if I would like hang out with him or like. I mean, what what if him. he was nice? What if he was like, "Hey, man, how's your night going? You want to get you a know? beer? Yeah, got a I, sig. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> just like throwing up bile everywhere and shit. <laughs> man, if you wanted a sig, then he is a monster because we don't support that at yeah. all, right, mm-hmm. guys? Just kidding. Do what you want. Yeah, we just pups vape smoke into people's faces. Honestly, you Hell see yeah, a church, you want to burn it down? No one, none of us are gonna stop you. I mean that I mean, is arson, but I mean I'm not gonna stop you. I'd here, probably right? call someone if I saw someone igniting a church. <laughs> You're right. I'd probably something, something say something. I, mean, I wouldn't like I wouldn't like tackle him, but I'd like call the police. I'm like, hey, some dude's trying to burn down a building right now or whatever. What uh, if he had what if he had what if God told him to burn down that building? I mean still okay, he can explain that to the police. He should have told him God's playing him hog. We'll let the police deal with that. Um, Moral of the story, Chris is a fucking narc. Chris right? loves the police, dude. Remember that one episode where he said he's going to move to Minnesota because he's scared of the police here? Yeah, I do remember that. That was like episode one. <laughs> Call back to episode one. I didn't even listen back. So I never want to listen back to what that sounded like. What, episode one? Yeah. I just listened to it because I thought we were going to have some sound, like, technical difficulties. That's yeah. Now that there was now we that we've matured by like five months, we can look back on episodes. episode. Tommy, tell me this is up. episode fourteen, I think. Tommy, how many episodes have you listened to? 
Uh, okay. Three? Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He has Get, the... Leave. Oh the God. one he was on three times. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I had some good quips on that one, so. Very witty. Put him on banter. Racially yeah. charged, but funny. Well, I was <laughs> to on some people, not to me. One, but we lost that one. Midge lost one. No, it was the NSA. The the NSA deleted the podcast. Yeah, because Tommy was saying some stuff about Hollywood, and they did not want that shit out. <laughs> that shit out, dude. Like he was talking about everything. Yeah, I, I was really, you know, I was I was letting all the secrets out. Yeah, I mean, he had a couple glasses of like Bombay Sapphire in him, drinking some gin. You just started talking about all the secrets, man. Keep me away from those tequila sunrises. Yeah, or else I get I get too loose. Start screaming about the cabal. <laughs> <laughs> What about, like, the... You guys ever hear the the Jersey Devil? Right, that was a good one. What, uh, what is it? It was, like, a, basically a goat devil monster-looking thing in New Jersey that would, like, run around and, like, attack people. Like, there's literally been reports since, like, the fucking, like, 1600s of, like, the... And it has, like, wings and shit. Jersey Devil? That's just a Jets fan. Hey! <laughs> no, the best is Mothman, though. Mothman's creepy as hell. Every that, time there's a Mothman sign, a bridge collapse. That's a, that's a new Fallout game too, right? Yeah, Moth. Well, like something like inspired by Mothman's in it. It's not like exactly like Mothman. the Mothman. Is he in it? Well, like each region of the new Fallout game is like a different like regional monster, which is kind of cool. This like, episode uh, is brought to you by Fallout seventy six, where you can play for seventy six hours straight without falling down. Buy today using our coupon code Blockbuster Boys Halloween twenty eighteen for two percent off your first purchase. Wow, that was a really good fake ad, Chris. It was real. All right, go Chris. to their website. <laughs> so you get seventy six. I don't know. So what is so what is the Mothman? The Mothman is uh, it's basically like a, it's like it looks like a human being with like moth wings and it flies around and goes. Whoosh. There's a movie called The Mothman Prophecy. I think like Kevin Bacon's in or something. It's pretty good. I know what the nice. Mothman sounds like. He goes. Probably, yeah. But every time there's a Mothman sighting, bridges collapse. That's like the urban legend. Oh, whoa, no. The bridge at Mitch's house is collapsing. (laughs) Wait, hold up. Real shit, though. Mothman's been sighted in Milwaukee this year. There was a bunch of reports earlier this year about Mothman in Milwaukee. I'm by the lake. Mm. Might have just been a crackhead, but it could have been Mothman. (laughs) Both equally as likely. Or Iron Man. It could have been Mothman, or maybe it wasn't. And those are the two options for everything. Was it Mothman? Actually, there's only one option, and it was Mothman. Speaking of costumes that people wear, what are you guys wearing for Halloween this year? Sick transition, bro. I'm being Double D from Ada and Nutty. Double D? Double D. Wait, which one? It's the one with the hat and the nerdy one. Laurel's going to be one of the Kanker sisters. Oh, shit. That's going to be nice. pretty epic. Oh, yeah, Double D. Double yeah, D in the yeah, blue yeah. one are paired He's up. got, like, the red shirt. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's going to be really hot. <laughs> no one's not Mitch, really Mitch is cold. sexy Double D. Yeah, I'm going to have, like, a fucking Cro- cock cop. out. <laughs> I'm going to show cock cleavage. <laughs> Just, like, my left ball will be sticking out. slip? Yeah, a tip slip. <laughs> Chris, what are you going to be? Uh, might bring back the old park ranger costume that I was oh, last so year. Original. Yeah. Uh, I have a Wisconsin DNR hat, and then uh, that's pretty What's much DNR the... DNR stand That for? does most of the heavy lifting for the costume, uh, the hat. Um, so, yeah. Catch me out there, trick-or-treating. <laughs> Trick-or-treaters and Poo-Tang? Hmm? Trick-or-treaters the Poo-Tang, Poo-Tang clan? I love their music. Jackson, what are you thinking? 
Uh, I'm thinking I might go as the Dark Knight this year, boys. Batman? No, Nicolas Cage. No, yeah, Batman. <laughs> uh, Alright, guys. Over my head. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been a rough week, so. Yeah, what happened, bud? I couldn't find a Batman costume, so. But I really want to go as Batman. Enter Smitely got disbanded. Yeah. R.I.P. Damn, Daniel. Damn. Daniel. Damn, Daniel. Remember we were that, taking guys? PEDs. Yeah. And also, uh, um, horse tranquilizers, so. To make us game better. Yeah. <laughs> to make us sleep after a Red Bull session. <laughs> I took so many Benadryl a couple nights ago. Why? Just to fall to get asleep. Hard. Oh. Huh? Hmm? Did you just do it for fun, or could you not fall I just asleep? Wanted to fall. I wanted to fall. I wanted to ensure that I fell asleep at a reasonable time, so I just took a bunch of Benadryl. And you yeah. kind of get to a point where you like wake up part way through the night, but you're just like in this like hazy zone. You're gonna like overdo. You're in, you're in the dude. drill zone, baby. The Benadryl zone. You're like stand up and you almost tip over, but you really got a pee, so you like waddle over to your bathroom, banging into crap, pee, you miss a little bit, but you'll clean it up the next morning. Then you kind of tumble back into bed. No, you won't. You face by down, yourself. ass up, waiting for the dreams to come. Uh, and they never do. And they never do. And you, <laughs> you wake up and you're like, where was I last night? And you're like, oh yeah, just in my apartment. <laughs> Classic Chris, for all the ladies listening. Because you know, our lady listenership is 75%. That's inaccurate. Um, 4200 Big Bone Boulevard. There you go. Chris's door is always unlocked. Yep. I get robbed constantly. <laughs> it's really been a problem. And the police are like, won't do anything because I leave You're my door You're just like, unlocked. I just want it. Come on. I have a doormat that says all are welcome. And that's kind of like a legal loophole. That people bust in whenever they want. Uh, the cops won't do anything. Oh, that's spooky. Shoot or shoot, right? Shoot, or shoot your shot. <coughs> Can you not be sick, Mitch? It's Halloween. You got me sick. Again. No, I didn't. All that making you out. Walk, no, he walks into the text He dared me to kiss him. Like, oh. I'm so sick. Can you fix my phone? And you did it. Pulls out his Google Pixel too. I'm like, bro, did I end up fixing it? No, it didn't yeah. work. But thank you for trying. <laughs> yeah, that was like, I don't know, man. This phone's janky. Shut up. It's Mitch is like the tech guy that you have. Yeah, I just wandered in. He's your best tech friend. No offense, Mitch. Bro, I mean, I got some wizard. Pretty much everyone's better at technology than I am. Yeah, uh, I'm the same way. Yeah, Jackson, you're fucking Pencil got scammed on, on your MacBook. Wait, how'd you get scammed? Okay, so my MacBook, uh, after a year, I bought it in 2016, like, brand new MacBook. Good year. And uh, then it, like, broke after, like, right before the one-year warranty, AppleCare, like, went out. Mm-hmm. So I went into... There's no Apple store in Appleton, but there's like an affiliate. No you, Apple store in Appleton. Be. I know, right? That's yeah. irony for you folks. Come on, you gotta laugh at that. Ha! <laughs> Alright, so I go to like Computer World. That's like the affiliate Apple store in Appleton. And, uh, like, I go in, I get the new computer, I come back to school, and, like, Mitch, it, it's really slow now. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, Mitch, can you take a look at this? And he's like, uh, yeah, I think I might have your problem right here because they gave you a laptop from 2014. No, it was 2012. 2012. So four <laughs> years off. It was like yeah. a complete, like all the specs were like half of what it, like it should have been. It had like four gigs of RAM and like an M3 processor. I was like, oh, sorry, buddy. Yeah. And so I still 
I'm rocking with that laptop. <coughs> it feels bad. It's really slow. I hate it. I'm never going to do anything through Apple again, except for phones. Chris. Nah, nah we got to get that Google Yeah, that Google Pixel is a piece of crap, dude. I shut tried the crud up. And I was like, what? Dude, dude, I was can you shut the crud up for like a gosh darn second? Let me forget your Wi-Fi shut settings. Shut the crud up, you butthead. Hey, all I'm saying is I can use Wi-Fi on my phone and you can. It's all right. Safe. All right. Wait, can you not? I can't connect to the Wi-Fi. Can't log it's in. No way, really. Yeah. Because our passwords change and you can't log back in. <laughs> my new password is... Just kidding. No, it's really... I hate that I always come up with like really cool and creative, fun passwords you and you can't tell anyone. You know, they're always... <laughs> no. I've given you my password before to first off. I'm oh. pretty sure... Uh, yeah, you've given me your password and I forget. Yeah, for my Steam, that that password is uh, it's one of my main passwords. I'm glad I, you don't remember. I it. have no clue what it it's, is. It's uh, password for Steam. No, it was for. I was playing yeah. on his computer. Oh, okay. Yeah, just what dudes do, all right, Tommy? Share the Steam. Right, yeah. What do you do? You want to replace your hand with my dick? But mm. I think the moral of the story no. is to wait for the new Nokia to come out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then get another iPhone. <laughs> There's no speaking of iPhones. How about a spooky story from Tommy? Now here's something you'll really like. Hello, my name is Thomas Frederick Jankowski, and today I will be telling you a dark and haunted story from the world of Super Mario 64. I always liked Super Mario 64 when I was a kid. I remember playing it at my aunt's house all the time. Well, one day a pop-up appeared out of nowhere as I was watching gameplay footage on YouTube. I was a little startled and I was about to close the window until I realized that it was a website showing a mint condition copy of Super Mario 64 for sale. There was a picture and everything. I usually don't trust these things, but the feeling of nostalgia overpowered me and I wanted to buy it. The whole business was peculiar, seeing as how the owner of the game wanted to wanted bleh. the whole business was peculiar, seeing as how the owner of the game wanted the buyer to send an envelope containing ten dollars to and address on the site instead of using something like PayPal. What made things even more strange was that when I tried to gain access to the website, I had written down the URL. After encountering problems with the game, the page was nowhere to be found. A few days after the $10 was mailed, I got a package containing the new copy of the game. The first thing I noticed when I had opened the small box was that the official sticker with Mario flying in the air was apparently peeled off or something. In place, in its place was a piece of duct tape with Mario crudely written on in permanent marker. I felt a little ripped off, but as long as the game worked, I didn't care. I got out my Nintendo 64 and put the cartridge in. The screen turned on with the Fremont. I got out my Nintendo 64 and put the cartridge in. The screen turned on with a familiar Mario face that you could stretch and twist aimlessly. I remember laughing all the time. <laughs> 
had the results as a kid and decided to mess around for old time's sake. I moved the cursor over to Mario's ear and pulled it to elven proportions. I was going to do the same to the other ear when the TV suddenly produced loud static. Mario's whole head started deforming and twisting in ways that I didn't even know were possible for the model. Random sound effects from the game started playing along with the static. As all this was occurring, I could hear a faint voice whispering in Japanese. The voice was stammering and whimpering. I immediately shut off the game and tried again. I didn't bother with the Mario head this time. Just selected a new file and started playing. When I selected the file, the game skipped the opening monologue by Peach in the courtyard outside. Mario was just placed right inside the castle. Creepier still, Bowser didn't say anything either. I tried to ignore it and played anyway. However, I also noticed that there was no music. Just dead silence. There weren't even any toads around to talk to. The only door I could enter was the Bob-Bomb battlefield. The other doors wouldn't even respond to my button commands. The portrait to Bob-Bomb battlefield wasn't the usual picture. It was just a stark white canvas. I was still trying to convince myself that these were just minor glitches, and that they wouldn't affect the gameplay at all. Once I entered the portrait, the image suddenly went from a black canvas to the lethal lava land painting. You know, that slightly unsettling image of the flame with the evil smile? Yeah, that's when I started getting really suspicious. The mission select menu came up, and yet another weird detail was present. Instead of bob Bomb on the summit, the mission was called Turn Back. I have no idea what drove me to press A, but I did. The level seemed normal. Everything was how I remembered it. I thought I could finally enjoy my favorite childhood game, but then... I was absolutely shocked. He was never in this game. His model wasn't even a Mario palette swapped. He looked like a completely original model. Luigi just stood there until I tried to approach him. He started running at unexpected speeds. I followed suit and went through the level. Strange things happened as I pursued him. Each time I picked up a coin, the enemies and music would get slower and the scenery would look darker in color and more morbid. It kept gradually getting worse until I collected a fifth coin. Then the music just stopped. The enemies laid down on the ground like they were dead. I was seriously freaked out, but I kept chasing Luigi. I went up the hill. No cannonballs rolled down trying to knock me over. I really wasn't surprised at this point. Luigi was always just out of my sight as I ran. Once I reached the summit, I saw yet another object out of place. A small cottage was all that was seen on top of the hill. A small cottage was all that was seen on top of the hill. Luigi was nowhere to be found. The cottage was certainly out looking for a Mario game. It was old, plain, and broken down. Regardless of my fears at that moment, I had Mario enter the cottage. As soon as the door closed, the disturbing picture of a hanged Luigi immediately popped up along with a very frightening scare chord. It sounded like a violin screech accompanied by loud piano banging. Mario fell to his knees and sobbed for roughly five minutes. Then the screen irised out. 
I returned to the castle. Mario just slumped out of the painting. The image switched from the lethal lava land portrait to the image of Luigi hanging himself. The room was different this time. It was now a small hallway. Toads with blank expressions and white robes lined the sides of the hallway. There was another painting at the opposite end that just completely and utterly scared me. It was a picture of my family. It wasn't even a photo from the time Super Mario 64 was released. It was a very, very recent photo. I remember posing for it last weekend. I reached for the on-off switch on the N64. There was no way I was going to play this anymore. However, when I flipped the switch, the game was still on. I flipped it back and forth, but to no avail. I tried unplugging the whole system, but it never left the screen. I was even still able to control Mario. I couldn't just leave it on forever, so I kept playing. I went to the photo of my family and jumped in. Only one mission was available to me, of course. This one was called Run, Don't Walk. I selected the mission. Let's go! The level started in a flooded hallway with platforms floating on the water. Mario landed on one of these and the camera turned to show what was behind. A silent black void was slowly approaching Mario. It didn't look like anything. It didn't even look like finished graphics. Just a giant, blocky black blob. I started jumping from platform to platform. With no goal in sight, I kept running. The darkness slowly but surely gaining speed. This kept going on for what felt like hours. I was really doubting, doubting there would ever be an end kept going on for what felt like hours. I was really doubting there would ever be an end. Mario was just going in circles. Finally, the black blob void thing caught up with Mario and enveloped him in the darkness. He didn't scream or resist at all. It just consumed him. Mario fell out of the painting and back into the castle. I lost one of my three lives. The room was different now. Some of the toads were gone and the painting looked different. My family and I were in the same positions, but our bodies were partially decomposed. It looked too real to be photoshopped. It looked more like someone just took our dead bodies and posed them. Regardless, I jumped into the painting again. Mario was in a small room. There was still only one mission available. It was called, I'm Right Here. Spelled just like that. I selected the mission and prepared for the worst. Mario landed in a small, dark room. There was no visible way out. The room was empty except for piano in the corner. I knew what that meant. I was stuck in there with the mad piano. I approached it and it started chasing me as always. There was no way to damage it, so I had no choice but to let Mario take damage. When he lost all his health, the usual death animation didn't happen. Mario just got mauled by the piano. He fell as the blood and guts spilled on the floor and the camera panned to a top-down view of his corpse. A distorted version of the merry-go-round music from Big Boo's Haunt played as the screen slowly transitioned from the in-game shot to a photorealistic sketch of Mario's dead body in the same view as the shot. It was very unsettling. I was crying softly as I gazed upon the image. I lost. The photo of my family was shown again. We were even more rotten than before. The view zoomed into the painting like I was warping again. I was 
greeted with a shot of Peach's castle from the outside. The castle was crumbling in ruin. The fields were on fire, the sky was pitch black. Bowser's laugh played on loop in the background as Child mockingly chanted, You couldn't save her. This went on for a long time until a close-up of Peach's face accompanied by an extremely loud screech interrupted the loop without notice. Peach's mouth was wide open as if she was screaming, and her eyes were empty, black holes. Suddenly, I was back in the hallway as Mario was once again ejected out of the painting. Now all of the toads were gone, and me and my family looked positively repulsive. Maggots were, were wriggling around in holes in our flesh. Guts were spilling out of our bodies. My dad's eyeball was hanging loose from its socket. It was too much to bear, but something still urged me to trudge on. I jumped into the painting with only one life remaining. This time, there was no name for the mission, just a blank space where the title would be. I selected the mission and Mario landed on a very small island in the middle of the ocean. There was a solitary sign it only read, Dive. I did just as it said, and entered the water. The ocean was dark and empty. There were no fish. I wasn't even able to see anything in the water besides Mario. I swam downwards. I kept going for quite some time, yet Mario never ran out of breath. I counted roughly ten minutes of swimming until I decided to go back up. Just as I turned Mario around, it came. A huge, and I mean huge, Unagi the eel came out of nowhere and swallowed Mario whole. I was dumbfounded. It went by so fast I wasn't even sure what I saw. The game over screen didn't show up. All that happened was a fade out. The photo of my family and I was shown again. We were plain skeletons now. Once again, it looked very real. I couldn't move the camera at all. It just stayed focused on the picture. I shut off the game and it turned on again. Oh, wait. I couldn't move the camera at all. It just stayed focused on the picture. I shut off the game and turned it on again. I chose my file, but it just went to the skeleton photo of my family. I tried this about three more times before giving up. I desperately wanted to stop, but some force kept me from walking away. I decided to select the only other save file. The camera once again focused on the skeleton picture. But this time, they were in a different position. As if they were a different family. Thank you, this has been a haunted story from the scary and frightening world of Super Mario 64. God bless. Stay safe. That was fantastic. Whoa! I near I guys, there is shit on there's shit on me, right? Jackson, you have a nosebleed. I uh, Oh my Chris, where did that Luigi hat come from? Oh my backpack? Oh my god. Oh god, guys, I just realized. We all have skeletons inside of us. Oh, oh I, I got that. That's a biology joke. Right there. <laughs>
Over my but head. But thank you. There, there, there was feces leaking out of me that entire time. Yeah, everywhere. It's really I, a disaster. It's pus, blood, feces, cum everywhere. I mean, but Dan was in a good story. It's my cum. It's Jack- Jackson. Yeah, he's proud about that. I always own it. He always does. Except when there's... Doesn't own a lot of things. If but... it's my splooge... You're gonna hear it from this guy. You're gonna right? hear it from that guy. You you denied it pretty hard when that girl said she was pregnant. Oh, uh, well, that wasn't you. mine. Well, yeah, so that, someone placed that there. He would have looks just it. like you. It's weird. It's <laughs> like a three year old mini me of Jackson. We're Is talking that, about your daughter again. My daughter. I <laughs> no. I hope she's doing well. Haven't Tommy's <laughs> been paying for the Patreon pretty heavily. <laughs> yeah, how she. <laughs> Tommy's financially supporting my daughter. I think it's daughter. been a new month since. Have you paid for the next month of Patreon for Chris's daughter? Uh, I mean, I I had to re up. I mean, yeah, I mean it's it's October now. I mean, it's I almost November. He, he's spending all this podcast money. I mean, I actually I, I I moved up to the next tier. He got those oh October photo sets, those Halloween photo sets. Of your, it's it's really nice. What's uh, her costume this year? <laughs> you tell her old man what she she dressed up. She she dressed up her. Uh, her foot like the Hulk. So there's like two hands in the bottom and they crush this apple pie. It's pretty gnarly. Yeah. What what was that? Huh? What, what were you doing? I miss there? my daughter's mother so much. <laughs> Not your daughter? I haven't seen my daughter, dude. <laughs> oh, alright. I didn't even know. But know. she's probably um, doing good. Yeah. Uh but I'm also sending some stuff through PayPal, you know, getting those private videos. It's uh you know. Gave her, she sent me her Amazon wish list. Uh, Can we go to town on that? Yeah. You know, it's, uh, it's a living. What we have is, is special. It's what you got to do in this yeah. climate. This, yeah. This so, political climate of it's ours. It's a living. Hey, man. It says a lot about society. We, sometimes, I like, sometimes, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that we live in a society. We honestly do live in a society. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm going to have to stop you right there, Chris. Okay. Because I did have a problem with the, what you just said. You said we live in a society. Mm-hmm. But does the society not live in us? Okay. This is kind of epic. Um, sidebar. I don't think McDonald's is, like, good for us. Sidebar Whoa. again. That says a lot about society. Thank All right, you. here's something. <laughs> like, Hollywood doesn't make good movies anymore. I mean, what's up with that? Like, come on, Hollywood. Jeez. Uh, that's actually subjective. That's time. not so true. We're, we're talking about facts um, here. Tra- Hotel Transylvania 3, Let's Get Scary on a Cruise Ship, came out. Oh, shit, you're right. But, like, music, right? Like, where's the good music? You uh, know? Ram like, Ranch. Oh, shit. Yeah, damn. <laughs> uh... Okay, but, like, where's the good books? I mean, like, is there even books anymore? Who uh, knows? Uh, I read The Hunger Games. Fifty Shades of Grey? <laughs> that's, hey, hey, we don't joke about Fifty Shades of Grey on this podcast because that's all of our favorite books. Mm-hmm. So. I've never, do you read it? I've never joked about Fifty Shades you know, of Grey in it, my life. Speaking of Fifty Shades, if you go to www.audibletrial.com forward slash Blockbuster Boys, you can get Fifty Shades of Grey... You could listen to that shit and you could beat your fucking dick to it. Like, I'm not going to be offended. I don't know about Tommy. Jackson's cool with it. Chris, you're cool with it. Thanks you, for making a jerking off I, thing in our ad. You could take this credit of Audible and you could buy any any of the Fifty Shades of Grey. So you can get Fifty Shades Darker, Fifty Shades Lighter. Not a book. Fifty Shades Free. That's when she gets freed. Um, yeah, when any did of she get trapped? I think of the first one. Does she? I no. Don't. Anyways, fourteen ninety five. It's free. You can try checking out the audio. 
All right. Thank you, Mitch, with the great audible.com. Audible. Changing the world. By, by the spoken word. By did, the word. Did you guys see that? Speaking of spooky things, did you guys see that uh, it was called like a terrifying story, the SNL sketch with Seth Meyers? No. Uh, it's, no. It's uh. <laughs> It, it's a bunch of people sitting around the campfire and he tells a horror story about having to go to coffee with his cousin or something like that, or like a friend's son, a family friend's son who's uh, just getting out of film school and complaining about how no movies are good and about how his movies are going to be great. It's, it's funny. I, the way I'm describing I know is hilarious, but... But check it out on YouTube. <coughs> we can cut that part out. YouTube.com forward slash Blockbuster Boys. You can watch the video with Chris doing the Tinder. Hey, yeah. No, Pull I like back. that little segment with Tommy because we got to hear his smooth voice. Oh, that nice. radio voice. That radio ready, smooth as butter. I, I just I connected to that sketch because it's like 90% of the people I go to film school with. So it was. Hmm. Yeah. You know what you should go do after this? Go beat up some film school kids. I'm up for that. What are they going to yeah. do? Film it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking, we'll just break their cameras. They're going to be powerless. That, that's right. There you go. I don't think anything should be filmed. Really? It should all be audio. Alright. I think it's bad for us. I think the devil controls the video. It's, that's a hot take right there. I'm just saying, you know, like, when they brought, like, TVs in, I would have mm-hmm. been fucking pissed, dude. I'd be like, the devil's doing that shit, bro. Hey, There's Chris. people inside the TVs telling us what to think, Chris. Chris, what are you reading on your phone there? Hey, what is a vampire's favorite fruit? Uh, what? Dick. Can you leave? <laughs> Blood I'm a, orange. Don't talk this time. What is... Blood orange. Let me do it again, because Mitch interrupted me. Blood orange. Shut the... F- Dude, I'm telling a joke, and you're ruining the timing. Honestly, and I... And I can, I, can I speak? Because honestly, you're ruining it. All right, Mitch, let him tell the joke. God. What is blood orange? <laughs> it's a nectarine. Ooh, a nectarine is a vampire. I like, I like mine better. It does make sense. I like blood orange. Little Miss Tuffet sat in a puppet, in a cursed way. Ooh, yeah, nice Andrew Dice play reference. And sat beside him oh and said, "What's in the bowl, bitch?" Oh! Still, no one's gonna get, get that. It's that a funny joke. Hey, man, from Thirty someone, years ago, someone from like that's like forty listens to this shit. Their brains are going to explode. Someone's like fifty. They're listens gonna to this stand shit. up, fucking take a like salute to the flag, and just like make us president. <laughs> that's what they're gonna do. Honestly, right, Chris, my Chris, plan. Chris, another joke. Okay. Yeah. Sure. 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 Um. Hey. Hey, fellas. Blood orange. <laughs> it gets better. Alright. Um, okay. What do you do when 50 zombies surround your house? Mow them down with a assault rifle. <laughs> Not nope. great. Not again. Fuck them all. <laughs> what do you do? You hope it's Halloween. Oh. <laughs> Boo. 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 Do we have some ghosts in here? Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, you suck. Shut I would make those fifty zombies do a spank uh, cycle. What was that thing in uh, SpongeBob where it was like the spank cycle? <laughs> oh, oh, the, remember they had the, the wine and they, yeah, the spank yeah. machine. I'd make all the zombies do machine. a spank machine. <laughs> we should uh, do that in real life. <laughs> Twenty mile spank. Twenty mile spank machine. Just have a really just two raw cheeks at the end. Yeah, two fucking 
busting bloody cheeks. <laughs> Alright, last joke. What do you get when you cross a duck with a vampire? You hope it's Halloween. <laughs> uh, a, um, a travesty of God's work. Count Quackula. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my house. Yes, sir. Uh, right away. I'm leaving now. Good duck noise, though, right? Yeah. Is really that good. your Daffy Duck, too? It's uh, Donald Duck. Donald Duck. Daffy Duck. Daffy Shut duck. the f- idiot. Shut you fucking moron. Watch this fucking. That's Sylvester the cat? Yeah. Fuckering, fuck a path. Fuckering, fuck a path. Speaking of fuckery and thuggatash, I think Jackson's got his spooky story. Oh, no. Let's listen to it right now. Press play. Cheek. I'm writing this in front of my TV. My Xbox is on and resting on the main dashboard. I can see my avatar and I think he can see me. He occasionally waves. I prefer to keep my eyes on the screen as much as possible because better the devil, you know, right? This is all, this all started a week ago. I was playing, mixing it up between Trails HD and Battlefield 1943. I'm an arcade nut and I love some of the games that you can download. I was owning a level on Trials when I received a party invite. The thing is, it had no name attached. It was just an empty field, followed by, has invited you to an Xbox Live party. <laughs> flummoxed. I, uh, flummoxed? Is that a word? Apparently. Should we just restart? No, I, I just kind of... Alright. Flummoxed, I accepted and entered the party. When I checked the menus, I was the only one in there. Somewhat strange, but not impossible. The person could have left before I entered. Just as I was re- readying to leave, someone else joined the party. Namely, it was me. Silicone Lemming has joined the party. <laughs> I'm gonna do that again. Silicone Lemming has joined the party. This made me smile as you do sometimes see some rather weird glitches online. I checked the menus and saw my name twice in the party. One was playing Trials and the other was editing the Avatar. Hello? I said not really expecting an answer. Hello? Echoed back to me a couple seconds later in my voice. I relaxed. Sound and party glitches were rare, but they did happen. Getting freaked out over a glitch, I said, half annoyed, that I had... <clears throat> Getting freaked out over a glitch, I said, half annoyed, that I had allowed it to unsettle me. My words returned to me, but this time, the tone of the words had become a little mocking. This made me stop short for a second. I shook my head and reasoned. I must have misheard. Why don't you come and say that to my face? A current private joke me and my friends were sharing at the time. Maybe I might just do that. My blood turned to ice. That was my voice, but I had said those words. The other, me, left the party immediately after that. I sat for a moment, confused, shaking as the adrenaline pumped. I checked the list of interacted profiles, but revealed nothing. I eventually decided that was enough Xbox for the night, and I turned it off. 
the incident played on my mind for the entire next day, and that evening I was back on Xbox again. I spent a couple of minutes looking around the menus for anything else scary, but everything was decidedly normal. Half an hour into some intense explosion, man, I received a voice message. I was getting bored of the game, so I dropped out of the dashboard and opened the message. It was a heavy breathing for a few seconds, followed by my voice again, saying, Can you say distraction? Once again, confused, I started, stared at the screen. In the background, I could see my avatar dancing away, but there was nothing to attribute the message to. A momentary, illogical fear made me spin around and inspect the room, making sure there was nothing there. It was when I turned back that I nearly screamed. My avatar had forced his way forward over the menus, and his head now filled the entire screen. He stared at me silently, his hands planted against the screen from the opposite side. He pointed at me, then drew a finger across his throat. I started to smell burnt plastic. A trickle of smoke escaped. <laughs> escaped the cop. <laughs> oh, okay, hang on. I started to smell burnt plastic. A trickle of smoke escaped the console, and then it crashed. The last thing I saw was the colors invert on the Xbox, and the face of the threatening avatar turned electric pink and green. The image disappeared, followed by the standard no signal message. My Xbox was wrecked. When I tried to switch it back on, I got the dreaded red ring of death. The ominous name of the defect wasn't lost on me. I waited a month before I eventually set off my Xbox for repairs. I waited a month before I eventually sent off my Xbox for repairs. I had bought it brand new and it was well within warranty, so I got it replaced for free. It sat in my hallway for a fortnight before I had the guts to switch it back on. I finally rigged it up and now I'm start staring at the dashboard. Everything was fairly normal until I logged in my profile and saw literally dozens of voice messages, all of them in my voice screaming, WHERE ARE YOU? And WE'RE NOT DONE YET! The final message was dated about 20 minutes ago. All it said was, I'm done waiting. I'm coming to get you. The avatar on the screen has stepped forward and started to rub his hands together. Then he started to wave. It took me a couple of seconds to realize he was waving at someone behind me. Whoa! Oh my god! There's more shit and cum everywhere. This is a problem. And it's my cum once again. You know, I like to double up on the old... Oh man, back I wish I back. hadn't worn sandals. I threw up <laughs> everywhere. And I ate it. It's a, becoming a gray mush of all of her insides. Wonderful. Um, Chris, do you believe in ghosts? I might have to. I live with them. What do you, so, like, do you still, like, encounter these ghosts since the last time we talked about this on the podcast? 20 we, minutes ago? No, we talked about it a couple weeks ago, I'm pretty sure. I don't remember that. Or I don't remember that. Mean you talked about it. Might, might be the Benadryl. Uh, I don't remember too much. Chris, you have a... I mean, I know we just did a scary story, but you have a live rendition. Oh, yeah. You have a, a tale, perhaps? Let's hear your tale. Of a tale? <clears throat> a tale for the ages. Is um, this sent in or is this your story? 
This is um, 100% I got it story. from the internet. Oh. This Boo. Is, you hyped this up like this. This is, is I'm going to start reading this. This is a story I'm going to I'm going to the river and cry the way. I'm going to start reading this and when it gets too scary and only when it gets too scary, you tell me to yield. Are you tap I will not yield, sir. <laughs> is there a tap on in this dude? <coughs> oh, clear the old throat. So this is this is kind of a fun take on two beloved characters, Jack Skellington and Sally the Zombie. This is kind of a the movie was kind of tame. This story gets a little bit spooky. If they fuck Chris, I swear to God, they're not. Let me just read it. It's a spooky I story. I swear to God, Jackson will have a huge erection. It's yeah. a spooky. Not again. It's starting story. to hurt. For the love of God, Chris. It's really chafed. everywhere. This is a spooky story. And when it gets scary, mm. and only when it gets too scary, I will okay, not start, yield. Start the story. This is from Jack's point of view, so first-person scary story. There she was, standing on the curly hill in my pumpkin patch in the snow. Her beauty was all before me, and lit by the delicate moonlight. Her hair shined a wicked delight as I approached her, and she began to sing the words in my heart. All I wanted to do was make her happy now. I realized with my endeavors of the days past. As we finished the last note, I embraced her tightly. I wanted these old, bony arms to be where she felt safest, where she could feel at home. I gazed at her black eyes as I lowered and tilted my head to kiss her. It felt so right, like sparks were flying. I hoped that she had meant that song as dearly as I had. Just wait, it gets a little scary. I couldn't hold myself back anymore. I swooped her off her feet, literally, and laid her down in the snow. I separated my lips from her, showing only concern on my face. It's not too cold, is it? I stared as she shook her gorgeous blue head. I let one of my skeletal hands rest on her neck, the other rubbing her side as oh I kissed head. along her jaw. She mewled softly beneath me. I'm gonna go! And my yearning grew as I felt my trousers grow tighter. I didn't want to push her beyond her boundaries. But when she blushed as I began to rub as she began to rub me through my pants, I nearly lost it then. Is this getting too scary or should I keep going? Okay, it's going Keep going. We're not yielding. I gently removed her hand out of not wanting to soil my pants, oh, mind you. Yeah. I ran my thumb along her palm oh. as I replaced her hand underneath her own dress. I don't want you to spoil the evening along with my pair of underpants. What is She chuckled lightly as I keenly watched her move her own hand up her thigh. I lifted the hem of her dress up past her hips, her perfectly curved hips. Are we too scared? No, keep going. As Chris scared you nervous. I'm going to pop a bone if you keep going with this man. It sounds like Jack's about to pop a bone too. Uh, I pulled it off completely and was greeted. No, Jack Skellington. Hold on, here's the reveal. I can picture it in my head now. I pulled it off completely and was greeted with the sight of her pale blue breasts. Each oh! nipple perked and awaiting for me to descend upon it. 
I did such rather quickly and cruelly. I snatched one up in my mouth, sucking it roughly as I pinched and pulled on the other. I'm getting a little scared, guys. Dude, why did you read this? She moaned Stop my me. name. I thought it was a scary story. She moaned my name quietly, me? and I felt myself hardening Bro, more and more. I switched breasts at this time and nibbled ferociously, <laughs> earning, earning an arch of her back. Satisfied with my work, I kissed down, I can't, I kissed down her body until I met the top of her underwear. Oh, he's gonna eat her fucking box, bro! <laughs> so wait, Jack Skellington's a skeleton, right? Yes. So he has skeleton legs, right? Yeah, yeah, and a skeleton pelvis. So he probably thinks he has a skeleton, like, because there's no bones in the dick. It's hard. No. Why is it called a boner, dude? It's just uh, hard. I mean, I, I get they're gonna just be like, a bone's gonna come out. <laughs> it's, okay. Uh, starts, uh, tell me when he gets scared. This gets pretty graphic. And isn't oh. that chick just oh, got like, wait, so is this your first or, like, fourth time reading this now? First time reading, I'm reading it all the way through for the first time. I looked up at her, seeing the state of distress she was truly in. Whoa, Jack. Uh-oh. Jack, come on. Distress? Something's going on. She was flushed, and I could smell her fragrance as it oh. rose to meet my nostril holes. Oh, it's kind of down there. It smelled divine as I removed the wet panties and threw them in the direction kinda of her dress. Kind of smell fish market. <laughs> the smell Jeez. of her sweet desire was no longer oh, kept so. hidden. I think I'm going to stop there. Keep going. I need to hear him bang her. No, no, we're not. I'm, I'll just read quickly. I'll summarize. Um, what is his dick? Come on, that's not. I'm gonna find where his bony little wee wee is. Um, he poised herself before. Okay, he teased her with his um, with his tip. He peers for consent, so he looks for consent. Um, she 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 agrees. Um, he says, "Is this your first time?" He says, I apologize. Will you tell me when the herd is gone? Weird. She says, yes, Jack. Um, okay now. Um, full of love. Um, he gripped her tightly. Surely leaving bruises. Uh, weird. She might, some people like that. I continued to slam into her slowly at first. Okay, I had. Okay. We know where this is going. Tommy is scared. And this is the last, this is like the little conclusion. I snatched a scrap of her hair, smelling it deeply, as I smiled Wait, at- the cum shot? I don't want to talk about it. As <laughs> I smiled at her with a toothly grin. I love you, Sally. Everything about you. Please be mine forever. Bro, don't you know uh, how to do it? You gotta scroll forward that to the cum sucks. shot. We gotta know what happens, at least. I'm not gonna lie. That was a happy ending. Were you guys what? scared a little bit? No, no. Tommy was, was definitely a little nervous. Uh, yeah, I, I was crazy. Tommy was getting a little uneasy. So that was a little spooky, right? It made me uneasy. Yeah. Ooh. So it, that's Chris's scary story. That's my scary story. Nothing like uh, Uncle Chris reading a porn out of us on the podcast. It was a spooky story. So <laughs> Uncle Chris read us the Jack Skellington story. Uh, that that actually comes with you if you buy like the 20th anniversary edition <laughs> of Nightmare Before Christmas on DVD. It comes with a little booklet. And I just read it right out of there. Oh yeah. Tim Burton wrote that himself. I think it's son. Fine. Thing is, I actually, I actually got to go to a talk where the not Tim Burton, the guy who actually directed it, uh, was there. Is that shot at Tim? Tim Burton? Yeah, shots fired. Come, at me, come at me, Tim. Yeah, if you can, if you can, you know, 
Johnny Depp's gonna like, come at your ass and beat you. If you can oh. leave the house without getting a fucking sunburn. Oh, oh yeah. okay. okay. Tim. Hollywood T is calling out some people on okay. the, on the He's podcast. He's got some rivals. I'm not yeah. worried about people listening to this part because nobody made it through that story. Yeah. Um, we skipped. <laughs> Dr. Phil, if you are listening on an off chance, we'd all like to be on the show. Mm-hmm. We got some serious shit going on behind the scenes involving a daughter, a videotape. Uh, a pie full of cum, and we need answers. <laughs> so many questions. We have so many questions. Nothing I said is worse than... There's a, bo- there's a body. All right, I'll admit it. There's a body. Nothing in the story I read was worse than what Mitch just said. What was a pie full of, Mitch? It's full of cum. Okay, see, that's... Yeah, pretty... but he didn't keep talking about it for like I'm five just saying... I, I skipped I, over the... I'm just saying the evidence. That's all I know. And Chris... There's a warrant out for your arrest. I specifically asked if they were going to bang before the story. And you're like, no, man. Dude, it's a scary story. It's called comedy. It's what you least expect. Surprise. Everybody expected it. Everybody you know what you won't expect? This spooky story from Chris Kudnowski. No, that wasn't. I'm not doing my own. From me. Oh. My that bad. spooky story from me. Live from Saturday yeah, Night best. Live. We have... Tommy Janikowski! You're saying his last name wrong again. <laughs> yeah. Stop adding Even fucking syllables. Me. From Schaumburg, Illinois, Chris Kanowski! Yeah, same as syllables as Tommy's last name. Why can't and you get All right? the way from Appleton, Wisconsin, Jackson Weiberg! Here's a spooky story. And now, something you'll really like. Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. Hello, Blockbuster Boys listeners. It's your favorite Blockbuster Boy, Mitch, here with a truly terrifying story from the world of George Lopez. George Lopez is an American television sitcom created by comedian George Lopez, Bruce Helford, and Robert Borden. But some have speculated that Bruce Helford did not like the concept behind the show and was pressured into making the episodes and wanted to make the people who watched his take on it feel bad for liking the concept. All except for George Lopez. He somehow pitted Bruce and helped him helped him out by writing and directing one last episode that will end with a bang. It was the 18th episode of season 6. The title was, George Can Do Nothing With This Family. The episode labeled 18, George Decides to Stay Local Where It's Familia was blader and given the lost productions code to hide the later existence the episode started off like any other episode but had very poor quality the first act was fairly normal but the way the characters acted was a little off angie seemed prideful the kids acted more spoiled and rotten than they normally were Benny seemed physically and mentally abusive towards George, of course. The title character himself seemed to have a genuine anger and hatred towards his family. The episode was about the family going on a road trip near the end of the first act. The kids were causing trouble, as you'd expect. However, as Carmen was kicking Max in his ribs, Max accidentally opened the car door and was kicked out of the car, landing on the tracks of a railroad. A train could be seen heading towards them in the background of what looks like a green screen effect. At the beginning of the series, George had the idea of the show which would represent sitcoms like Full House, where death turned things more realistic. This was used in this episode. 
George gets out of the car to save Max, but it was too late. The scene showed a dummy version of Max getting run over by the train. It showed a little look like fruit punch splattered all over the train and the railroad, making it look like blood. Angie and George was in absolute shock. George yells at Carmen furiously, but all you can hear is the murmuring due to the poor quality. Angie tries to intervene, but is helpless due to George's rage. Benny just sits there, smoking away as usual. Act 1 ended. When Act 2 started, George was sitting in the living room, crying. <laughs> the crying went on and went on. It got more pain and sounded more realistic. Better acting than you could possibly think. Now I have a gripe with that. George Lopez is a great actor. But moving on. This crying went on for all of an act of two. It would even cut to Angie talking to the police on the phone. Carmen was sent to Jewy for the murder of her little brother, but Carmen still maintains her innocence, saying it was an accident. Then Act 2 ended with a shot of George still crying like a fool. Act 3 opened with her title card, saying one hour had passed. They were at Max's funeral at the local cemetery. Carmen wasn't present. Yeah, she was in jail. When they buried the casket, George started crying again. George sure does like to cry, but... Eventually he stopped and just stared at Max's tombstone. The camera cuts to Benny. According to summaries, Benny tells a joke at this part, but it isn't audible in the version I saw. You can't, can't tell what Benny is saying. The laugh track goes as you expect. It probably killed. It fades to George sitting on a chair in the garage. He's holding a double barrel shotgun in his hands, and he looks at the picture of young Max from season one. While mixed in with crying, he says the words, He's gone. I can't bring him back. Then George puts ammunition in the gun and cocks it. And then he says, I can't live like this anymore. My family killed my mind, my body, my soul, my spirit. Now I will die with them. He looked at Carmen's photos and he put the gun into his mouth and said with an angry look, Burn in hell, you crazy bitch! He pulls the trigger, flying back with force, tipping the chair backwards. The view stays on George's corpse's blood and brain matter, pierces his skull, and pieces of his skull splatter the wall behind him. Now the lost episode was up to debate, but was pulled off the air barely shortly after the scene of Max's death. Nick and Knight stated that the episode was just too graphic for their viewers with heart conditions, and George Lopez himself said he would said he was just ending the show with a sad ending. All too sad if you ask me. The lost episode was then destroyed. All trace of it had disappeared. As the credits played after the traumatizing event, an episode of SpongeBob SquarePants played. As if Nickelodeon Studios was calmly bringing the viewers back home. Yeah, so have fun sleeping tonight. Oh man, that was oh god! Oh, oh, no. oh the pot is double we, stuffed now. Literally, it is. We are like sitting in the, like it's halfway up. Like we're going to drown by the end of this podcast and all the shit. But what a way to go! Well, I mean, honestly, I'm doing the back float, and I'm just happy to be here. I'm just playing the violin, going down with the crew. Gentlemen, it was an honor playing with you tonight. Thank you. I'm gonna die tonight. Well, should we wrap it up and do our plugs, boys? Uh, yeah. Uh, go to Audible. Log in there. Audible Get your credit. AudibleTrial.com forward slash Blockbuster Boys. And then, yeah, get some, like, weird smutty stuff on it. Get some, like, stuff. Get some smutty. 
Get some spooky hey, get stories. Some, get something spooky on there. Ooh. Get something. Get some demonic stuff. Hey, man, summon some stuff through Audible. I'm sure you, <laughs> you could buy the it. Satanic Bible. Sure, you could. You probably get something with like Nicholas Cage reading somewhere. Audible.com forward slash Tommy. It's not <laughs> a link, but it could be. And make sure to contact Chris for our readings at your local children's library. Yeah, I, I mean, if I mean, I'd like obviously not that story. I'd, I'd, I'd keep it a little cleaner, you know. Um, You'd but stop at still be, the little <laughs> engine that could and did. That was the next one he had <laughs> of the docket. <laughs> any uh, any more plugs, ghouls and goblins? Oh yeah, I'll plug uh, my Twitter and Instagram, Jackson underscore Weiberg. Also my Vigo video, Jackson underscore Weiberg. And newly added, my TikTok. What? Oh, Jesus God. Christ. God. I, I haven't made a video. Don't the platform confuses me. <laughs> I'm, I'm Vigo Video to the end. I post some really uh, avant-garde stuff on there. Um, Jackson knows what I'm talking about. It's almost yeah. Christmas time. You guys are ready for Christmas? Man, it's not even Thanksgiving. And the fact that you didn't plug Thanksgiving before Christmas is really... Oh, oh. Oh, who is that, man? Santa Claus in this room. I don't know. I'm gonna beat his ass though. I'm not Merry Christmas, Christmas everybody. Happy holidays. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Scientology Day. Guys, hit me up on Gmail. All right. That's my plug. Blockbusterboys4 at gmail.com. Send us just some threatening emails, weird encrypted messages, viruses, whatever you got. I'll open it. As always, denounce God. Hail Satan. Fuck, Fuck Mike Cabone. And suddenly, to my surprise, he did the match. He did the monster match. The monster match. It was a graveyard smash. He did the match. It caught on in a flash. He did the match. He did the monster match. Wow. From my laboratory.